Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan live in Surprise where Rangers just hit another dinger. The catcher, Leon, going yard, and they lead these Giants 10-4 in the, uh, in the bottom of the sixth inning putting a hurting on these giants your little revenge little revenge game from 2010 is what i like to think of it as but let's uh let's do this let's talk a little association chief what do you say yes sir i love that idea for the final time in surprise arizona we will go ahead and cut the lights out we'll put the kids to bed and as bubba thompson almost goes yard the g-bag nation's going all the way around the rim yeah, he looked up uh, to us in the booth here and said that one was for you guys. He he, he pulled that one a little bit much. Uh, Tomahawked it down the left field line, and it was well uh, deep enough, but just a little bit foul. Rim session time. Uh, and really what we learned last night, how sustainable is this? Can, can blowing teams out be an effective strategy to advance into the postseason, Wolchuk? What did you think about what you saw last night and the sustainability of that plan? Second time, really, with this pairing that the offense was just way too much. Yeah, I mean, offensively, you get Luka and Kyrie playing like that, you're, you're a juggernaut. There's no question, but you're also going to be playing against some teams that have offensive firepower themselves. And it is... You know, without having your Maverick Homer glasses on, and, and, I, and of course, you know, I love the Mavericks and I want them to succeed, when you blew a 27-point lead against the Lakers and you blow a 20-plus point lead against the Sixers. 25 and, at one point. Yeah, they come, It was almost a tragedy. I mean, they come back and they rally and they, they bring that thing within four points there in the second half, in the third quarter. It's, it, it, it makes you clinch. And it's concerning. I, I think the way this team plays defensively ultimately is going to eliminate them come playoff time. Sure. The key for them is can you just stay out of the damn play-in? And can, yeah, can we have some fun until then? Right. And, yeah. and I think absolutely you're going to have fun. Like, this is must-watch basketball. The pairing of Kyrie and Luka, it's so much fun what they're able to do, what they're able to create for, for their supporting cast. Look, if... A guy like Maxi Kleba, if a Reggie Bullock, if a Josh Green, if some of your role players are able to get hot like they did last year in the postseason run, then who knows? Yeah. Maybe you are so, such an offensive force that nobody's able to stop you and you put up 140 points a night and you're able to just outscore all of your opponents. But I think ultimately the defense is so poor, even if they are giving more lock-in effort, which they certainly did last night, that I think it's going to be too bad to overcome. But it is so much fun watching a, a pairing of Kyrie and Luka and last night they hit the most three-pointers as a team that they've hit all year long yeah, yeah tied their career their franchise record 25 of them bad boys that's the thing like you needed basically offensive perfection from Luka and offensive perfection from Kyrie Irvin and you needed the role players all to knock down their threes just to escape at home by like five or six points 
you know, that's that's kind of the problem. And Philadelphia is a good basketball team, so it was a decent arbiter. It wasn't like you ran off the floor one of these one of these lottery teams. Uh, but that's the type of stuff you're going to see. And and as you mentioned, all these comebacks, no lead is safe. Yeah. That, that's the problem. For as great as they played last night, they still had to go last-ditch effort at, at the end of the game in order to pull it out. Yeah. So it ultimately will be too big of a flaw, their defense, because you're asking too much of your offense. And on any given night, you can get what you got last night, where Luka and Kyrie are superhuman. And maybe more often than not, you get that. But are you more often than not going to get the role players to knock down all those threes? Absolutely not. And so when yeah. you run into legit playoff teams, it's just going to be too big of an ask for your offense to carry that much of a load. Yeah, you know, you could hope that the other team is a little bit cold or you're cutting off the lane and they're missing their three. Stuff like that could happen for you. I, I don't know. This thing is still early on. I, I hope that they can have more of those quarters. And we've seen they, they scored 140 in a game. They lost to the Lakers with a 27-point lead. They did it against so like in, in about 40% of the games that we've seen so far, their offense has, has just gone bananas. Now as we get to like games 20 and 30 with these squads together, can we get a little of that going in most games? Mm -hmm. And could you tighten up your defense? The problem is it is a bunch of highly skilled, finesse type of players, and you, you're kind of demanding them to be nasty and tough, and that's not who their identity is. You would have to really, really want it with a sense of desperation that we have not seen enough with this team to believe it. But uh, Tim Cato and the Athletic had some really good numbers today on on things you could build optimism off of. They are the third best offense in the NBA since the trade. And that's pretty awesome. They are averaging over 55 points uh, per game together. That would make them the second highest scoring duo. But that's not good enough. They need to be the number one scoring duo, and they need to be the number one offense in the NBA by a wide margin. And we'll see if over the 18 games they can do that. Um, but then you, you look at how they're creating the corner three. Yes. Before they got Luka and Kyrie. They led the league with 11.5 shot corner threes per game, and they led the league by a wide margin. There was only one other team in double digits. They've added two to that. They have added two of the easiest shots in the entire NBA, the corner three. They are now at 13.5 per game, and this is while they're ironing things out. You pick up your pace a little bit more, which I think is mandatory from Luka right now. That's what I'm using my day off if I'm Jason Kidd to get around to Luka and saying, hey, we're going to go towards much more wide-open ball movement, player movement, pretty much as our standard mode of operation. We're going to run this way that energizes the guys. Hopefully they play better defense. And we're going to try to move this as close to 15 as possible. Let's keep pushing it. Because now when we go Luka to Kyrie, Kyrie to Luka, it's creating chaos for the defense, and they're having to come out of that corner. And with two gifted passers like this and playmakers like this, you know, let's, let's try to make 25 threes per game our goal. And that's not a goal that you could hit. That's, that would be insane. But in that. That's the mindset. In that, like revolutionizing this three-point or layup lineup and taking it to the next level with a higher pace. They need to figure out how to manage the end of games. Mm -hmm. Is what they, you know, they, that that's something they have not been able to do. Whether it's Luca take the shot, Kyrie take the shot, Bullock, whoever's taking the shot, yeah. you know, they they've got to figure out. And you know, maybe it is a, a game to game situation, but it yeah. seems like this is something that you feel like, oh, good, ball in Kyrie's hand, chance to win the game. Oh, well, maybe he's not the guy that needs to be taking the shot, or vice versa. 
They need to figure out these end of game. They're going to be in a lot of tight games at the end. Yeah, for they, sure. They're just, and if they had that, that they played this way for 62, three games. Yeah, I think that's just, a great point because they're going to be in a lot of close games. Yeah. And, and if they'd been able to execute already, they'd have an above 500 record since the trade, and we'd be talking much differently they about it. They don't shoot free throws well, and the, their defense is really suspect. And if they, you know, and they've got to figure out the end of game situations and those those crunch time well, moments. As the, well. the free throws—that's the beauty of the addition of a Kyrie Irving. Now you finally got a free throw shooter that you go up there and it's basically, hey, you feel confident this dude's a ninety plus percent free throw shooter. Back when you had a guy like Dirk, right? Back when you had Jason Terry, these guys are essentially automatic from the free throw line. That's what you've been lacking. Yeah. The one thing about Luca that he's always struggled with is he'll miss mm-hmm. from the stripe. Mm-hmm. Kyrie is that guy late in the game. You're confident he's going to hit those for you. I, I want the ball in his hands, you know. And I was nervous last night. They were having tr- uh, struggles getting the inbound in and getting it up court. They do every time. Yeah, okay. every game they have some type of problems with that. They yeah, really do. And and the, the the numbers on and you're right. Dawson about how yeah they're third best offense since the trade and they need to be number one and even those numbers are a little bit skewed because you had games where you you make the trade Kyrie doesn't play the first one you have Luka out but when you have Luka and Kyrie on the court together yeah that's a 129 offensive rating like it is it is head and shoulders the best in the sport so and it's already there so as you mentioned and you didn't have Kleba in his floor spacing in most of those games either now you have that and you can see the effect that that's already had and I love just to add on to the corner three there, as you were mentioning, they're shooting 13 and a half of them now. They were seventh best in the sport when it comes to uh, knocking those corner threes down. But since the Kyrie trade, now they're fourth. So even their percentages have gone up a little bit. I would think the the the, the space on those corner threes are maybe slightly better. Yeah. Um, and they're getting more opportunities to do it as well. So th- that's a that's a huge, huge thing. And this offense, these guys, and, and you started to see a mix in a little bit more of the Luka and Kyrie pick and roll stuff, which you're obviously not going to get a ton of. But uh, just to add more layers to the offense and, and keep these defenses on their heels it it is going to be fun and it's just it's an emotional roller coaster their offense is so incredible and their defense is so the opposite that it's just you get two three minute stretches of the height of basketball pleasure of like i can't believe i'm watching what i'm watching and then the same feeling but just on the other side of it where how is this defense that bad you are you're dead right and and hopefully we could get a playoff series win or at least a very interesting and competitive series but more than that hopefully you know Kyrie's uh, vibing with it pretty good. He was asked if if it feels like home at the end of his interview uh, last night. And gave a pretty good answer. Everything's been an A plus with his energy and, and attitude. I mean Kyrie's just been an absolute pleasure in every way. Yeah, I, I loved his quote last night too about like how he approaches bigs like a Joel Embiid uh, when they're defending him in the paint. And his quote was simply "Make him dance, baby, make him dance, <laughs> make him <Yeah>. dance." <laughs> he make is so dance. special. And he, he is he is great at that. And and I did want to mention too how cool was it last night. Terrell Owens, Dutch Oven, sitting yeah. right next to each other courtside yeah. watching that offensive Maverick explosion. We asked yep. good old Dutch. We were like, hey, how was T.O.? He said he didn't talk to him much, but seemed uh, he was a nice guy. So, hey, T.O. getting out there, checking out our Dallas Mavericks. Might be tolling, listening to the show as we speak. He does that from time to time. I think he follows most of us. Okay, so salute to everybody there. It's becoming a star-studded ticket, that, that's yeah. for sure. And one of the most electrifying things in all of sport. What else do we have in this rim sesh, boys? So, we... Uh, I I did like this quote here. Have you guys noticed some of the some of the national NBA talking heads and, and former players and stuff coming after uh, Nikola Jokic a little bit for 
like just down Why? downplaying his abilities, I guess. Uh, and Michael Malone, the head coach of the Nuggets, was asked about that, and he said, quote, maybe they're just tired of this player, this non-athletic player from Sambor, Serbia, who continues to kick everybody's ass. Maybe people have a hard time with that. I don't know. And it's Kendrick Perkins, right? He's the main culprit of this. Yeah. Because J.J. Redick and him have kind of gone after it. Yeah, Perkins, and uh, there might be some of that with with Shaq and these guys. I think, like, Nick Wright is a guy that's been vocal oh, about, wow. like, okay. Nikola Jokic. Not, Sean, like, not Sean's old teammate there in, in Kansas City. Not that's being right. deserving of a third MVP? Yeah, I think there's there's some of that stuff. And and. I don't know what exactly – I think the bar for NBA players historically who have won three MVPs, they, they feel like is uh, a bar that is extremely high, and other players should have done it if they're going to give Jokic his third straight MVP. I don't know. But uh, but there are people that are kind of coming after him a little bit. Like you should be an NBA champion type of thing? Yeah, which, I mean, that's, that's fair criticism. But, um, but maybe he gets it this year. Yeah, maybe maybe this is that year for sure, and then the the respect will will certainly come. But that that's the that's the one fair criticism you have. But when you watch him on a night to night basis, this dude's a an efficient triple double machine, and his team wins. It's yeah. not like he gets these triple doubles and they're inefficient, and his team continues to lose. They win. He does seemingly everything, and it's like okay, this yeah. is this is how it probably needs to he go. He just got career triple double number one hundred the other night. Uh, and they're the number one seed in the West. I mean, the, the, the guy's unreal. But if you want to give the MVP to somebody else, I mean, who, who Giannis, if you want to give it to Giannis, I'm not going to fight you for that. Yeah, I think, I think you know, there's something that, like, maybe he's not clearly better than the other two or three guys in the MVP conversation, and maybe he shouldn't win three in a row. Like, I think if you're picking teams right now, it'd be Giannis or Jokic. Um, and Embiid could be there, but he's hurt all the time. Um, so it's one of those two guys, and maybe it should be going back and forth. I don't think it's the worst criticism to say, like, hey, should this guy be getting three in a row without winning a championship? Is he really that good? It's a decent question to ask. But, I mean, he has no other superstar superstar. His supporting cast is nice, but, you know, he it, it's not like he's been the favorite to ever win the finals. Yeah. Right. I've got some uh, NBA quick hits for you as the Bucks have emerged as the front runners to sign Goran Dragic. As uh, the Mavs, I know, are always linked to him because of the Luka friendship there. Anytime he gets, he becomes available as the Bulls parted ways with him. But it ain't happening. The Bucks are, are, are the team that, that wants him now. Yeah. So that's gonna the rich get richer there in Milwaukee. Maybe he can be an assistant coach for Luka or something because it's clear the Mavs do not care. You know, they have, too, they have too much of a defensive liability. They need athletic ball handlers. Yeah. Steph Curry looking to return Sunday against the Lakers. Great news for Golden State after they blew out the Clippers last night. And the Lakers are going to be without LeBron for three weeks as he will be reevaluated after three weeks with that tendon issue. And the stuff about James Harden, he apparently really is, is interested in going back to Houston. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Are they gonna- Clubs. Are, are they are they going to build any kind of winner, or is that just where he kind of wants to ride off into the sunset? That's a, I don't know. I mean, maybe if they get Weminyama, all of a sudden you got him and James Harden, yeah. and, and next thing you know, are, are you legit again? Uh, I think you're pretty close. Although Weminyama is going to have some growing to do. It's going to be a, a couple-year process for his body to, to be physical enough. He's getting he's getting pushed around by Euro centers. Yeah, he is. He is, and and he's he's a super stud. He's got a lot of things to to love, but he is as a big man. I've seen him get pushed under that rim quite a bit. 
and then my favorite quote, I do want to throw this out, of Kevin Durant hitting uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, and more uh, about basically just, hey, Kevin Durant, like the, the usual suspects of criticisms on Kevin Durant. How, like, if you win a championship with the Suns right now, no one cares because you have to keep going the super team route. He says, quote, at this point, they're saying, go play with Scoot Henderson and win a championship, and then we'll give you credit. I don't need no credit from y'all. I'm like, Scoot Henderson just took a ricochet there. He didn't need that. <laughs> He's about to get drafted. This guy, yeah. and you just threw, he just, uh, just kind of just lobbed his name out there, catching strays, poor Scoot Henderson. There he is, KD. I, I like this version of KD more. It seems more genuine than the younger version of KD that was trying to be everybody's best friend. But uh, they're, they're, I, I, th- I think the media made him better. It'll do it to you uh, eventually. He, he, he realized he couldn't make everybody happy, so now he's just like, screw you and screw you. I, I, I just think he should do some, pu- uh, some, some push-ups and some curls. You know what I'm saying? You're starting to get in your mid-30s now. It, yeah. just, it doesn't look right if you're going to be wearing that tank top all the time. Let's get a little definition going or something. This is a fun at bat, boys. we got Evan Carter leading off here to start the inning in the bottom of the seventh. Okay. All right. The uh, future right here. He is the future. Is that the number one prospect? Top uh, five for sure, Currently right? in the Rangers farm system, he's number one. He is number one. Okay. Uh, top ten at 420 coming up next, Wolchuk. Where are we going with that? Ooh, I have the top ten ballpark classic foods. As we've been doing our food reviews every day here, we should have one posted any minute on the 105.3 The Fan social media pages from Brian Broaddus. What is your favorite classic ballpark food item? I got the top ten next on The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just... $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Segment is brought to you by the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Franklin Frankel. Consultations always free. Truckwreck.com. Evan Carter struck out, but the Rangers threatening again. 
and they lead these Giants 11-4 to here in, uh, in the seventh inning. Here's Woolchuck with his top ten. Thank you very much, General. I'm about to get to the top ten best classic ballpark foods. What's your favorite when you come out to the ball game? 877-881-1053. Before we do that, I did find a baseball story that I think Brian is going to love. It's with, in my opinion, the most underrated pitcher in all of baseball. He is indeed a Cy Young potential winner this year. I'm putting in that call. The Milwaukee Brewers zone, Corbin Burns. Oh, this is your guy. Oh, I, yes. I saw what he did. He covered the bag yesterday. He did do that. And he just dropped the ball on his first baseman. He did do that. <laughs> uh, but Corbin Burns has a lot of – he's got a great personality. I, I think he's a fun guy. I was kind of hoping that the Rangers might make a move for him this offseason. It didn't happen, but clearly the Rangers did an excellent job of – putting together this rotation anyway with DeGrom and Evaldi and Heaney. And then you add that to Martin Perez and John Gray, and they traded for uh, Odorizzi as well. But Corbin Burns had a write-up from Jeff Passan from ESPN. And, you know, Brian, you're a guy that you get up every day, you make your bed, and that's even in the hotel. Yes. Okay. I did it before I left today. All right. And today's the day that we checked out. Right. And they're going to come in and clean and make all, you know, make pretty the room. Folded the you towels really up, everything, put everything on the ground for him. Everything that was dirty, I put on the ground for him. So, passing rights in order. That'll to... make up for my room. There you go. <laughs> is, your, your, is your room just disgusting? It's pretty bad. All right. Well, passing rights in order to become the best pitcher in baseball, Corbin Burns had to start making his bed. In September 2019, <laughs> he connected with Brian Kane, a mental performance coach. Kane started with a simple assignment for Burns When you wake up, make your bed. Start the day with an easy win. It was meant to help Burns get into a routine. Emphasize self-discipline. Pay attention to detail. All the things necessary to succeed on the mound could be replicated off of it so that when it was time to perform, it was already ingrained in you. And ever since then, he has taken off and become arguably the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. It's all the little things like uh, Darrell Rivas, uh, you know, or like Dak picking up the, uh, the cup, putting it in the garbage. Some people really believe in that stuff. Uh, the New Zealand rugby team, the All Blacks. Yeah. Uh, every time they play, they leave the locker room spotless. And there's even uh, some newer guys uh, who have the job of sweeping it, literally sweeping it. They travel with a broom and a dustpan. Um, so I, I think there's something to it. There's yeah, there, to it for sure. There absolutely is. I, I mean, it, it just really it comes down to the, the discipline of, uh, uh, well, really just being disciplined. And, and having that as a skill set, being an ultra-disciplined human being, you're going to be an ultra-successful human being. I think that's like a superpower for the people that can. And some people are born with it, and some people it seems like a guy like him uh, maybe just developed it when when you see other people. Like I, I would think most of the super-successful people in the world and even the people that you know uh, that, uh, that are pretty successful dudes and ladies – just extremely disciplined creatures of habit. You hear all that kind of stuff, and sometimes it can be overplayed. And the way that shines through, maybe you're a disciplined person. You don't you don't uh, make your bed, but you do a million other things, and, and that keeps you locked in. So I'm 100% on board with this, and it's a challenge. I mean, it, it's challenge to be super disciplined is is a major challenge. Absolutely, because you're just putting yourself in in uncomfortable situations. You're welcoming discomfort into your life, like even if it's something as simple as, as making your bed. It's like oh, I don't feel like doing that, but I'm going to do that. And then over time, that just adds up, and you become 
a dominant, dominant person. There's a lot of self-help books in there, though, like the curmudgeonly's guide to getting stuff done. And you pick up a dub early in the day like that, it starts to build. Because when you finish a task like that, it gives you like some, oh, cool, I've, I've done it. And you're more likely to go on and do the next thing. It's motivational. Yeah, right. It it, it's, it's a rewarding feeling. I just figured that was, that was a guy that you'd be like, hell yeah, Brian. I just hate clutter. I just hate things. I mean, I, maybe it's because of the former scout in me. I just visually, when things look off, it, that that's what that okay. maybe I don't do it. I don't think to, it's an OCD thing to get me going. I, I do it because visually it doesn't look right. I'll and take are, it all back. There are other people that, <laughs> that thrive amongst the clutter. You know, yeah. it, it is, no. is kind of like a what is your brain type type of deal? Because a lot of the great writers, a lot of the great like inventors like Einstein, for example, would have nothing but clutter. Their, Books, their papers, just totally yeah. chaotic. Yeah. But yeah. clutter's the worst. Yeah, that's a bad one. All right. Uh, let's get into the top 10 now. The top 10 classic ball. Ballpark Foods, in honor of the great food reviews, I encourage you to go check them out with my guy, Brian Broaddus. I'm so happy we were able to put those together. That was fun, by the way. You've been doing an excellent job with them. I think this is something we will continue from here on out. Anytime the G-Bag Nation hits the road, we'll do Uncle Bri Bri's food reviews. Uh, they've been fantastic. I think the response has been overwhelmingly positive. Today's is the Italian sausage. You know what? People, I, I'll have to take a vote with you guys, too. People have said I just absolutely need to cut my hair. No. I mean, that, 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 I, love, like, I think it's becoming a I read the call. comments just to kind of get an idea, and you get the Ben Franklin and all that. But, like, the more that people talk about it, the more I don't want to do it. Yes, yes. I, I mean, it's kind, it of, it's kind of like, you know, it does. It looks terrible. I admit it. And, it's, and the more I look at the videos, I'm like, okay, I do. I look like a clown. No. But the thing about it, if you encourage me to cut my hair, I'm more likely now not to do it at oh, all. Oh, well, then you should cut your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, cut, cut, cut that hair, bro. Just cut go. that hair. There you I, go. I, w- I would say it looks better with a hat. <laughs> well, is there is any it because part of the you? bald? Is it because of the bald and all the just gray? Yeah, or, or is that? The, I don't wear a lot of hats. It just goes from zero to one hundred. You I, know, I, where it's like there's literally nothing, and then there's a, and then right ben, right beneath the nothingness of the scalp is some lovely flowing locks, and uh-huh. so it is. It is interesting. But I think it looks incredible. You've patented this move. I would lean into it. And maybe maybe it is worth your while to just work in a ball cap every once in a while. You know, keep it fresh, keep it light. Okay, so my guys are telling me I need to cut my hair. Is that what I'm kind of digging on right no, now? No, not at all. Not at all. Is that what you heard? I, I, I don't know. I was just kind of saying when you throw in the ball cap, because I don't wear a lot of ball caps. I think you're crushing it. I was doing it. You know what I was doing? I'm just gonna... for, for fishing. Just for fishing, because yeah, I want to be on the boat. And just one time in my life, you know, feel the wind in my hair, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, and I love it. So after we don't get let done, that dream die. After we get done with fishing, I'm probably going to cut my hair. I, I, no, I think that's a good idea. Never do it. All right. Yep. <laughs> uh, what is the go to your favorite ballpark food? Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. We got a lot of love for the boomstick there at the Rangers Never had ballpark. One. Uh, I actually have not had one either, but I've always wanted to. And it looks absolutely delicious. I'm, I'm still protesting Nelly Cruz's uh, refusal to play no doubles. I'll, I'll never touch <laughs> okay. that item. Uh, brats and peanuts from the 682. Got to be, got to be crunchy. Got to be grilled. And the peanuts, Gavin. I saw you eating peanuts here. Yeah. Were those ballpark peanuts. Yeah, yeah, they those are good. good. They were they, they're they're overly up. salted. Yep. There were they? There you go. Is that a roast they put on that yep. too? Because yep. they, they yep. hit hard. Yep. Peanuts and cracker jacks and garlic fries are getting texted in as well. Ooh, yeah. garlic fries are good. That is a that is a good play. I, I think traditionally I do like the brat, uh, but I'm with Broadus. I need more of a char on mine. So like here at Surprise, the best thing that I ate this week was probably 
Those nachos, man. Yeah, the nachos were good. Oh, really? They were that good. Those nachos were kind of cheese. Freaking outstanding. It was uh, queso blanco, oh, bro. Oh, oh. Yes. Yeah. Doing it right. I love queso you blanco. Can, that, that stadium cheese took a big L the day that queso blanco came out. Yeah. Let, let's uh, check in inside the Pimp Cup there with the greatness of Lucius Alexander. L.A., well, what you going with the best ballpark food? Uh, stadium nachos, man. Yeah. Yeah, with the chili and cheese. Mm, I like that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And the jalapenos. Yeah, yeah, yeah the jalapenos. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, shout yeah. out to AT&T Stadium. I think they do it the best. You know what I couldn't get over to? It was the queso blanco on these on these, uh, on these these nachos here in Surprise, but it was also brought us, wasn't it that shredded chicken that was as it, moist a chicken as I've ever had? It was incredible because I thought it was going to be dry and mm-hmm. chewy, and I was hoping that was enough of the queso blanco to kind of mask that. Mm. But just the chicken on its own had good moisture to it. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was a well put together dish. It was. Yeah. You know, I, I would like to say, looking at the stadium signage here this week, they've introduced a new uh, uh, sponsor, the Bobby Q sponsor. Yeah, I've seen it's that. A, it, I, I yeah. heard it's bad. If they bring Hurtado out here, the new barbecue uh, at, oh. at the ballpark in Arlington. That would be next level. You yeah. love the ribs there, right? I do. They, I think they're the best ribs in DFW. Well, they do have uh, Hurtado uh, occasionally will pop out there to Arlington, mm. and the 940 said the, the Hurtado brisket elote. Ooh. Oh, Whoa. dude. Yeah, that's it. That would. That, just I, the way that rolled off your tongue sounded good. Yeah. It sounded so delicious. Honestly, could you say that again just a little bit slower? The uh, Hurtado brisket elote. <laughs> you did slow it down, but it was still very, very sexy. Hurtado so brisket elote. Halutinata Halo- 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 is what you were saying? I do, I do wish. Remember when we did the. Uh, <laughs> what did we do? It was the, it was the, the Dilly Dog. Oh, the Dilly Dog looks. I've never been able to have one. It looks so yeah, good. Yeah, we did a homemade Dilly Dog, didn't we? I, I uh, did. I made them. I no, we I did the Straw Dog. I had to skip straw out. Do- we yeah. Straw Dogged it for sure. Yeah, but Broadus also a few years ago made his own Dilly Dog. I That's did. Right. I, I did. Just, I could, did. We, could we put our own G-Bag spin on it and, and replace the wiener with a brat? Yes. And go Dilly Dog Brat style? A the Dilly Brat. The Dilly Brat? Uh, yes. Let's go Dilly Brat. Yeah. All right, number 10 on the top 10 classic ballpark foods. We got the burger. Fantastic. They've done great work with the stadium burger in recent years. Number, used to be a no, non-starter for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. Number nine is the loaded fries. Yeah. Yep. You load them up. Number eight, we've got the funnel cakes. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to try one mm-hmm. here, but I just thought I'd need those like uh, those defibrillators, paddles. the paddles. Clear! Yep. You know, yeah. hit me, you know, I was thinking about your heart. That's why he didn't put salt on his pretzel the other day. And that he was, was like, and that, and that, like and, I can't have the salt on the pretzel. And then he goes, what do you think? Should we do the funnel cake tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm that, like, was a, that was a big mistake. I don't know by about the way. that one. Yes, yeah. Just eat the. Just all I was eating was dough. That pretzel was. We, we dough. didn't pack the dialysis machine. Brought us. I don't think we can make oh, this happen no. for you this time around. Number seven happens to be the pretzel. Mm. I like it. I like it. Con sal. Just don't oversalt it. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. I'm yeah. more worried about the undersalting. I like the salt on there. It's, you got to dip tricky. it in the cheese. It is. I was going to say tricky. you got to have the cheese with that thing, the don't cheese. you? The, Why, beer, the beer batter cheese. Yeah. You gotta have the cheese. Mustard, your your plan mustard, B there. The grainy mustard sure. is good yeah, too. Okay. Yeah, mustard will be yeah. plan B. Cool. Number six is popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Not at a game. Could have been number ten. Not at a game. I'm not right. super into it either at no, the game. No. Number five is the nachos. Did yes, we already? Please. Did we already say the nachos? No. We uh, let's just lose his favorite. Voting. So oh, we talked about it. it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four, sunflower seeds. Yes. That's huge. At a at a flavored at a ballpark game. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be flavored. Either or yeah, barbecued, yeah. the barbecued yeah. jalapeno ones. Dawson, great. would you rather have fl- sunflower seeds or uh, the chosky? Uh, different, but if I had to pick one for the rest of my life, chosky. Same. Top three here of the classic ballpark foods. Number three is the cracker jacks. Okay. 
Yeah. Mm. I mean, exceptional it's, item. Yeah, it's it's that's ballpark, man. I mean, buy me some peanuts classic and cracker jacks. I don't. Care. I, 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 I want to buy it for the nostalgia. That. I don't know about overall the quality of snack. The prize is not good. Enough. The prize used to be good. Now it's not any good. So when you say it used to be good, like what kind of prizes would you get? I think there was like things you could actually like like little comic books and stuff like that. Now right. it's just like a simple tattoo or Temporary, something. Temporary, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's not good. I, I always called the cracker jacks the stuffing of the ballpark items mm-hmm. uh, because it's just a it's a one hit wonder. Like it I'm is. only doing this at the ballpark yeah just nope. like stuffing only on thanksgiving number two is the peanuts there you go but number one the best ballpark food the hot dog hot dog hot dog about thirty-five thousand. thank you Woolchuck. every night at 420 Woolchuck's top 10 for you here in the g bag nation now uh coming up at five o'clock we do have quarterback news but uh coming up next Seven minutes with Sam Huff as Woolchuck and Chiafalo's interview series inside the clubhouse concludes for the week. What rule violations occurred or didn't? It's next to the nation. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14 and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back, G Bag Nation. I'm oh, sorry, Lucius. Did you ever read? That's my, okay, cool. Uh, it is the G-Bag Nation here on 105 to the Fan. I think in about 45 minutes the Get Right's going to take over. We are about uh, 30 minutes from what you're drinking and what you're thinking here. So if you have thoughts on that, you want to weigh in, we'll get what you're drinking and what you're thinking fired up. Then we're going to hand it over to the Get Right here and head to the airport, uh, uh, Phoenix, about 45 minutes away. So salute to those back in, in Stude at, at uh, Master Control who uh, helping us along with that journey. Uh, it is the G-Bag Nation here on 105 Through the Fan, and it's time to go back into the clubhouse where Wolchuk and Chiafalo have been dominating a series of player interviews throughout the week. How are we going to wrap this baby up, guys? Well, uh, we are going to do it in a big way with our guy, Sam Huff. He is a giant, giant, uh, ogre-ish human being, uh, super, super kind, super fun, and uh, we couldn't wait to catch up with him today. We sort of became best friends. At the end, we gave a, a huge embrace. He hugged me. I hugged him. It was a full-on group we hug all situation. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was, I mean, there was so much love in the air. It was pretty unfathomable. It was. So uh, here is our uh, our interaction with Sam Huff. Take it away. Hanging out with Sam Huff in the clubhouse on a Friday. Dear God, Sam, it's great to see you. How are you, brother? 
pretty good thank you guys for having me i appreciate it oh dude absolute honor right now and i'm curious as a catcher do you feel more of an obligation in the weight room to go below parallel on squat day every day if you're not going below parallel trying to help your mobility or anything you're you're doing it wrong what's the most you've ever lifted in the weight room the most i've lifted this past season i got to 650 on deadlift dear god samuel can i call you samuel you can call me samuel that's my first name Dude, that is okay. That's 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 monster level stuff. What would be the worst exercise to do in the nude? In the nude, probably squatting. You say like you don't have to spot me today, boys. I'm, yeah, I'm naked. You're, but... you're naked. You're not. You don't want to be spotted while everyone is looking at you. And, and Samuel, aka Sam, I also wonder Robbie Anderson, the the Cardinals wide receiver. He just changed his first name to Chosen. Okay. If you had to change your first name, have you ever thought about what you would choose and what you would change it to? Probably Buddy the Elf. Oh, I love that. It's a good bit right there. So everyone's called me either Buddy or Clifford, the big red dog. (laughs) Because you're a giant human, and I'm looking up at you. you, Have you always been a giant human? When I was a kid, yeah. Coming up, I was always kind of just, I was a little huskier when I was younger, so I didn't grow into my body until, like, sophomore year in high school. Same with Wolchuk, man. Yeah. Yeah, I never really grew into it. It just kind of grew into me. Uh, (laughs) Now, there's a lot of talent in that body. Did it take a while for you to kind of figure out how to work everything? Yeah, I mean... Two years in AZL, two years in low A, going to high mid-season and kind of like going through obviously COVID with the kind of the, the situations we were given. Starting to figure yourself out there and then obviously having some injuries, understanding that part of baseball. But I mean, you're, it depends on how good you are. I mean, you could be Juan Soto and figure it out at 18 or you could be Muncie and you're pretty far into your career but you still figure it out it just depends on when you figure it out would you say that you're a grower or a shower grower i'd have to say that yeah same here uh what about uh what's your pre-game meal pre-game meal usually i keep a light but it's usually some chicken and rice or probably pb and j back in the day that's all we had I love so it was easy maybe a little post-game hair pie yeah, maybe. It was actually Banana Cream Pie Day yesterday, National Banana Cream Pie Day. What is your favorite cream pie? Ooh, I like chocolate. Ooh, me too. That's I like the, chocolate. It's a big, big fan of that. Now, Taylor Hearn says he can probably eat the most on the team. Yeah, he, he could. I could. I could come close. I like eating, like, I like hamburgers and cheeseburgers. But if I go too far, I go to this place in Scottsdale. It's called Chicago Hamburger Company. Ooh. And they have little sliders. So I get, like, five double-doubles. Oh, yes. And then fries sir. and a shake. So it, that's like my splurge for the week, but it's usually it's really good place. Okay, so my guy Eric is like a quad patty usually. That's kind of his thing. How well, mi- three patty minimum. Whatever, so dude. You're being you're, four you're... four by three from in and out the special orders, you know. Okay, so usually is that what you rock with, like a four by three? Yeah, in and out four by three with a double double and a shake. Animal style. Yeah. All day, Just baby. while we're talking fast food, we're sponsored by Sonic. Mmm, good. Okay. My, dad, mm. my dad loves their ice cream. Exactly. What is your favorite order from Sonic? I like a pirate slush with nerds in it. Dude, okay, you guys, this is a, that's, that's how I know the team chemistry is incredible this year, because the amount of guys that have been going nerds on the on the selection for Sonic is like through the roof right yeah. now. So big time respect to Boji for getting this clubhouse together. <laughs> Who's uh, What's the worst fast food hamburger? We were talking about this on the show yesterday. Why is it Burger King? Why'd you have to say it? It's because it's inconsistent. It's You got consistency, you got inconsistency. It's It depends on if the food's hot, like Whataburger, it's not good in the daytime, it's good at nighttime. In and out, it's good, but the fries sometimes have issues. Okay. But I think Whataburger is a really good place to go. Mm-hmm. 
but also you got like McDonald's. Everyone goes to McDonald's. I go to McDonald's sometimes just because minor leagues you don't have anything open, so yeah, you have yeah. McDonald's. But I, I wish they could bring back the uh, breakfast menu at nighttime. I do too. That's dude. Are you going McGriddle or are you getting the burritos? Sausage with me? egg McMuff. Oh, McMuff. McMuff. Is that your favorite kind of muff? Yeah. The McMuff? I like McMuffins. You brought up minor leagues. I hear just horrible stories about minor league baseball. Do you have a horror story? Not a horror story, just. I mean, I lived with Joe Barlow in 2018. But with, we love Barlow. That's our guy. Yeah, so Barlow's I, a wild animal. I was living in the living room with him. We had five guys to a three bedroom. So I was in the living room right when you walk in. He was in the sunroom. Then we had one guy to our left and then two guys down the road and then one guy in, like, where the washer-dryer should be. So we were we were scraping on it. And so they would always come out and mess with me at, like, 3 in the morning. And I would be like, I need to go to sleep. And they would mess with me every single day. Every single day. They'd, be like, they'd make fun of me because I'd ask them, hey, you guys want to go to the grocery store? As a group, and they're like, go by yourself. You don't need to ask us. We're not your parents. And it's like... I'm not asking in that way. I just want to know if you guys want to go. <laughs> How do you expect steroids to help you personally this year? Steroids. I don't feel like I need them sometimes, but also recovery, you know, they're always nice to have, but it's, I don't know. If everyone was on it, it would be a crazy game because everyone would be gifted and it wouldn't be a, a hard game to pursue because it would just be like, oh, it's easy to play baseball because everyone's on steroids. You can see better, hit better, throw better, run better. You're always recovering quicker. That's why steroids is so... Kick-ass. Yes, but also I'm happy that it's not in the game because it's... Sure, wink, wink, yeah. Yeah, because it's harder to be a baseball player. Yeah, no question. Do you ever wear a thong to slump oh. a... slump a, Oh, no. Bust a slump. How are you? <laughs> Can you get Jared out of here, please? Jared, leave. Jared, you don't say you... say slump a bus? Bus slumping. Don't get in here and ruin the interview. This is a really amateur interview. Don't He's very tiny. Us, you know how small you look right now? Jeez, get out of here. Gosh, this Sorry guy. Sorry for that, man. We're going to have to scrap what that. What a sleeve block over here. Right. Lucius, we need to cut all of that. What's the worst? Uh, what, what's worse? A dry spell at the plate or a dry spell with the ladies? At the plate. Uh, what's the is this the longest lady dry spell you have during your calendar year like spring training no How not usually <laughs> she's in texas right now but i she's usually with me hanging out and sam sam's still getting it in she sounds like a fox <laughs> spring training regular season playoff time sam's getting it done all right uh what's the one thing you'd like to say to uh, jared sandler i wish you'd invite me to hockey games and not big league me and he can go himself yeah and he can go okay fantastic Sam <laughs> up, ladies and gentlemen ah. <laughs> yeah. oh, exceptional yes. work yes yes well chuck and chia follow flat out getting it done all week long down there in that clubhouse here at spring training our coverage is brought to you by sonic mm, good yeah. salute to sam huff this Rangers game just concluded. Rangers got the dub, of course. Sands is going to jump in with us. We have quarterback news. There's a huge gap between a division rival and their guy when it comes to getting them paid, and we'll have some combine news for you as well. As we move into hour number four, next, it's the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fam. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.